Hello and welcome to In Pursuit of Purpose, where we focus on passion, purpose, and power. I am your host, Ariston CM. Thank you so much for joining me at 6 p.m. Monday through Thursday for my series, Repurpose 21, Lifestyle Changes for Transformation. So tonight, we are going to talk about experiencing the transforming power of God in every aspect of your life. So we've been talking for a long time about the spiritual aspect of things. And while the spiritual aspect of things is very important, we live in a practical world. And so how does that look, that transforming power from the spiritual into the practical Well, first and foremost, God created the earth. He created the world. So he knows that there are just certain things, certain attributes that are there that has nothing to do with spiritual matters. However, we experience transformation because transformation is the foundation. And once we have that foundation, then we can transfer that foundation into other aspects of our lives. Okay, and so I think about how I was brought up. For those of you who don't know, I was brought up Pentecostal. And so Pentecostal was very strict, very stringent. You know, we went to church about four times a week. We stayed in church about, I don't know, six hours each time it felt like. You know, when we did a lot of spiritual practices, we did a lot of things. There was a big emphasis on if you sin, you're going to hell. And so my whole life, That was my foundation. I couldn't do anything because I was so afraid. Hey, Kenyon, how are you? Nice to see you. Thanks for joining. I was so scared to do anything because I was taught that I was going to go to hell. Well, that was my foundation. Was it a strong foundation? Absolutely, it was a strong foundation. And while I know now that just because I think a bad thought that doesn't send me straight to hell, I think that now I didn't know that then. However, it worked to serve its purpose. And then I look at my children today, they don't have the same fears. They don't have the same convictions that I did. And it was partly because of the way I was brought up. It was a part of my foundation. And that foundation set me up to do the things that I'm doing now. That foundation leaked into every part of my life. Did I have a moment where I strayed away? Absolutely. I was about 17 and I had gotten tired. At 17, I figured out that I wasn't going to hell. I figured out a whole lot of stuff and I figured out we wasn't living in the last days. So I decided to have me some fun and I did. I enjoyed myself. I wouldn't take nothing away from any of it because I just had an absolute ball. But that was me coming to realize that, oh, I'm not saying they got it wrong, but they misinterpreted it. And so things were very different for me. Well, my kids don't have those same fears, those same convictions. And at times they even question who God is. And that's natural. And it's okay to question who he is. And so that's why when I pray for you all, I always pray for God to illuminate himself in your life, to show you who he is. Because I can sit here and I can tell you story after story, experience after experience. But until you experience his transforming power and work in your life, you are not going to understand who he is. You're not going to understand what he can do for you. So we've been talking about all these spiritual things the last couple of weeks. And while all those things are important, they set the groundwork for what God is going to do. Good evening, Ty. How are you, dear? 
Um, even though that spiritual stuff set the groundwork for what God is going to do. Now we have to allow that transformation to leak in other parts of our lives, because yes, we talk about spiritual, spiritual, but guys, when we step out of our house, we are in not in the spiritual world. When people are driving by and they cutting us off and they giving us fingers. I told y'all about my story. That man, I don't know. He trying to kill me or what? He better be glad I didn't have the right stuff in my car. Cause we would have been in trouble. Okay. Y'all would have been reading about me. You know, but because we don't live in that world, we have to allow our transformation to go into those places, to go into our attitudes, to go into our everyday living because we need it because at the drop of a dime, things could change real quick and they could become real bad. And I always use myself as an example. I am very nice. I am very giving. I'm, I'm, I'm spiritual. I'm loving. I'm encouraging but please don't push the wrong buttons on me. Okay. And I know that of myself, I have great discipline, but I don't know what it will take to push the wrong button and what may happen, but I'm allowing God to transform all of those things. Okay. And so when that man was cutting me off in every lane that I changed, he dipped in front of me. And I mean, it was, it was terrible. It was absolutely terrible. Okay. But because of God's transforming power in my life, I was able to just shake my head. I just looked at him and I said, really? And I just shook my head. That was it. Okay. I didn't do anything else. I didn't get that heated up feeling. Hi, Kira. How are you, dear? I didn't get that heated up feeling. My ears didn't start popping and getting all hot. And my eyes didn't blur. That's what happens to me when I get mad. So I experience physical changes when I get upset. But when you have the transforming power of God in your life, you're able to deal with things that you otherwise were not able to deal with. I told you guys that I'm being challenged in an area of my life right now that I don't want to be challenged in, but I'm doing so well. Now, I wasn't doing well a couple of days ago, but now I'm on day four or five or six of it. I don't know, but I'm doing well. Why? Because I'm allowing God to transform me from the inside out. I'm taking in his word. I'm reading his scripture and I'm allowing it to work. I'm not just merely saying I've changed in this area. Okay. I'm not going to do this or I'm going to let the, no, 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 no. I'm allowing it to sink in. I'm allowing myself to feel it in my heart because guys, I have to feel it in my heart. And if I don't feel it in my heart, it's over with. You hear me? It's over with. And I know that I, I the Lord has been working on me because it was some people that I, you know, had done some stuff to me and I, I've been mad. I, I won't lie. I'm not mad right now. I don't think I'm mad, but I have been mad. And I said, Lord, you know, I need you to transform me in this area. Because this person did what they did over 15 years ago. And I'm still upset. I don't like the person. They don't know I don't like them, but I don't like them. And so I said, Lord, you have to transform me. You have to help me to get past it. Because everything that I've gone through, God has used it. It's all came to a greater purpose in him. It's all been a blessing to somebody, not everybody, but somebody. God uses all things. And so it doesn't matter the things that happen. They matter. Don't get me wrong. But guys, we have to get to a point where you're going to either allow God to transform you or you're going to stay the same. You have to get tired. You have to, oh, okay. Oh, you're in school. Okay, nice. What are you studying in school, Kira? Um, you have to get to a point where you get tired and you don't want to live this life like you've been living it. And you have to put a time limit, an expiration date on the things that you are going through. You have to say enough is enough. My husband told me 
This was maybe three weeks ago. I've been going through some stuff. I'm always going through stuff. You guys know that. But he said, you have a beautiful mind. And he said, you are just allowing the enemy to just ruin it. He said, God gave that to you. God gave that beautiful mind to you. And you're allowing the enemy to just ruin it and just run rampant. And he was so true. And ever since he told me that, I've been very, very watchful of the things I allow to occupy space in my mind. Medical billing and coding. Oh, wow. That's good. Congratulations. I'll be praying for you. That's good stuff. It's a nice field to go in. Um, and so I have to be very mindful of the things that I allow in my spirit, the things I allow to sink in my spirit, because someone can say something to you that triggers something else and triggers something else. And you have worked yourself up into a full blown tizzy. And for what reason? Because you did not maintain control. You did not maintain that transformation that had taken place. And it's assaulting you over and over again. And for some of us, it's almost like a post-traumatic stress syndrome. We are reliving these events that happened to us, these hurts, these pains, over and over and over each and every day. And all it takes is for the wrong right person to say the wrong thing. And it triggers all of these emotions. It triggers all of these things. We get mad. We feel defeated. We confirm the bad things we thought about ourselves because they said it. And so we have to work hard. You have to get enough of feeling like that. You have to say enough is enough. I cannot keep living my life like this. I cannot live in this mental dysfunction because that's what it is. And if you're living in mental dysfunction on a regular basis, then you are failing to allow God to transform that. You are failing to do something that God is saying to do, whether it's prayer, whether it's picking a few scriptures and holding on to it. And the reason why I say pick a few scriptures, because I know that you guys aren't going to just sit down and read five and six chapters of the Bible. You're just not going to do it. I, I'm reading through the Bible and I'm struggling. Uh, I think I'm like three days behind. I got a 365 day Bible that's in chronological order and I'm struggling because some of it is, is boring to me and some of it is intriguing and some of it just makes me sleepy just because when I read, I get sleepy. Okay. So I'm saying to start with what you have. So if you could just grab onto a few scriptures, memorize those scriptures, make sure they're meaningful scriptures. That's going to pull you out of that pit when you get in there. Okay, I think it's Psalms 42 and 2. I cried to the Lord. He, I turned to the Lord. He heard my cry. He lifted me out of the mud and the mire, out of the slimy pit. And he gave me a firm place to stand. And he put a new song in my mouth, a hymn of praise to our God. We have to pray that word of God, because if we are calling to him, then he has a responsibility to answer us and lift us out of that slimy pit. If we're talking about transformation, then that means we have to do something different. We have to keep on doing it and allowing the Lord to transform it and allowing it to stick. Yesterday, we talked about the transforming, um, maintaining your spiritual health during transformation. We have to maintain those things. We cannot get to the point where we say, I've arrived. I got everything I need. I'm good to go. Thank you, Lord. No, sweetheart, because guess what? With that new level you've come to, there's some new challenges. There are some things that's in you that are going to challenge you in areas that you didn't even think was a challenge. Okay. And the devil knows your weaknesses. And he knows them even more if you talk about them all the time. If you complain about them, if you say, I can't do nothing about it. That's just the way it is. No, it's not just the way it is. Because God has more. Why do, how do I know God has more? Because his word says he has more. Because I've seen he have more. I've seen him in my life. 
doing more. I've seen him in other people's life giving more. So it's not no different for you. So if he does it for me, he do it for them. He's going to do it for you. But there is something that you have to do, which is lend yourself to the process, which is stick with it. That means actively participating in that transformation, allowing the Lord to sink deep in your spirit, take care of all of that foolishness on the inside, take care of all those hurts and pains on the inside, take care of all of that anger on the inside, all of that depression, all of the fears, the anxieties, all these things that keep us in the same place and that stops us from progressing in life. Transformation will fix those things, but we have to allow God to do it. And so I want to encourage you all to just allow him, allow the process. I double dog tripper dare dare you (laughs) to give God one of them situations that you, you have. One of them insurmountable. God can't do nothing. He can't fix it. I just have to deal with it. Give, give it to him and watch what he does. Whether he gives you peace about it, whether he gives you clarity and help you understand, whether he takes it away from you or whether he fixes it. I promise that he will work because you need to see. And the only way you can see is if you allow him to do it. If you open your life, open your heart and say, okay, Lord, show me what she's talking about. He's going to do it, but you're never going to experience that. Don't blame me. Do not blame me. If you don't experience transformation, do not blame me. If you can't see God's work in your life. All right. Because I'm telling you what, what, what is, what is the key to it? Okay. Prayer, being in the right relationship. That don't mean be perfect. That means being in the right relationship. We die daily. That's what the Bible says. We die daily. We repent all the time. We all do stuff. We all have that one thing that keeps us from being perfect. I say it all the time. Okay. Some of us have some trauma scars that they are not going anywhere anytime soon. You need God to speak to them things. You need God to heal those things, guys. Trauma is real. All right. And I know that I've been through some traumatic situations and I promise a couple of them situations caused a a short circuit in my brain. Right. And I know. So that's something that I need God to uh, give attention to. Okay. Now, has he healed me from those traumatic experiences? I would say he has. All right. Now, does that mean that I don't ever revisit them, that I don't ever think about them? I do. But do I let them control me? I don't. All right. Do I use them to help me in the future? I do. Why? Because we have a lesson in everything that we've gone through, whether it's good, whether it's bad, whatever. Think about the mom or the dad that was molested. That's a terrible situation to go through. I went through that, but guess what it did? I couldn't understand it. All right. But what it did is help me be more what aware. All right. With my children. None of that happened with my children. Why? Because it happened to me and I was going to make sure. So as a result of that happening, I wasn't so loose with my kids. My kids, they didn't get to go over family's house and spend the night and go to sleepovers. And no, nobody did nothing. They stayed in the house with me and they couldn't understand why. They said, mom, why do you keep us in the house? You know what I tell them? Oh, I don't want anything to happen to you. And if you're at home, then I can see, you know, because some of you might get hit by a car. I'll make up all kinds of excuses. And I must have kept them in the house till they was 16 ish, maybe more. You know what I mean? And so as a result of what happened to me, I was going to make sure it didn't happen to them. And I know it didn't because they didn't go nowhere for it to happen. All right. 
And so every experience, we have a lesson to be learned. All right. Now, are these bad experiences? Absolutely. Should somebody violate you when you're a child? Absolutely not. Does it hurt really bad? Absolutely, it does. Can God fix it? He can't change the situation, but he can heal you. He can help you forgive. He can help you uh, have a productive life in spite of what happened. He can help you to encourage somebody else and what they've gone through. And some people have had way worse experiences than I did. I know a person who had a, a baby by their stepfather. They had to live with that. They had to live with the fact that their mother didn't believe her. She didn't believe her. Okay. And she thought that was her dad this whole time. She only found out after he died that that wasn't her dad. But she had to have a whole baby by her stepdad at 15 years old. And nobody believed her. All right. And so those are the kinds of things. That's something that's going to stay with you. Because she has the child. Okay. She has the child. So she's reminded every single day of what happened. But because of God's healing power, because of his provision, his transformation, she's able to love that child. Whereas when the child was younger, she didn't love that child. She couldn't. Only thing she could see is him and what he's done to her. All right. So God can turn those things around. All right. Now, for some people, they stay stuck. That's some stuff that you really need to see seek therapy about. You have to address those issues because they're going to leak out in your life. They're going to cause you to be miserable. They'll, they'll cause suicidal ideations. They cause all kinds of things that goes on inside and you have to get those taken care of. All right. Now for me, my situation wasn't as bad as some of the other people around me. I didn't need counseling. It didn't bother me because of how I transferred, dealt with it in my head. Okay. Is that healthy? No, it's not healthy. All right. But did it work for me? It did. It doesn't bother me. Now, will I talk about it in detail, detail to you? No, I'm not going to just sit here and just be talking to you in detail because that it might disturb me and I haven't been disturbed all these years. But these are the kinds of things that we have to allow God to transform. All right. The Lord has never let me see that person since that, since that day. And I'm very, very thankful for that. And I don't want to see that person because I don't know what I'll do. I don't know how I'll respond. I, I just don't know. And so the Lord has been very gracious and not letting me encounter that person. I don't even know if they would know what I look like, but still. All right. And so we have to allow God into our life to take care of those things, because if we don't, they leak into every part of our lives. They interrupt the transformation process and transformation is not only spiritual again, but it's practical. Being a mom, having a good attitude. Loving your spouse, being productive at work, uh, Kiera in school. Okay. Those things, if they are not taken care of, they leak into your stuff and it interrupts the process of your life. So that's why you have to have that spiritual foundation and allow that transformation to transform every part of you because it's going to give you a positive outlook. Uh, let's take Kiera, for example, and she's going to school. She has that foundation. That transformation that God has started in her life, when she becomes overwhelmed with school, what is he going to do? He's going to let his peace reside in her. He's going to keep her calm because her spirit knows that God has been taking care of me. I've graduated from the place that I used to be, and he's going to see me through this. It may be difficult, but he's going to give me everything I need, including the strength, the um, 
the endurance that I need to keep on moving forward. He's going to give me that balance because of that transformation. Without transformation, she might be cussing out kids if she has kids, cussing out her spouse if she has a spouse or a significant other, you know, just dropping out and saying, I can't do this, it's too hard. But when you have that transformation in your life, it works a little bit different in your life. It empowers you. It helps you. It changes you. True change. Okay? Not that phony, I change and I'm, this is a new me. No, not that change. The real, it's a new me. Okay? And again, with all of that, like I said Monday, we have to also be careful not to allow anybody to stir, disturb that change. Because somebody will come along just as sure as day. Oh, you into that right now? Or you are one of those? People say that kind of stuff. People have said it. Okay? Amen. Kira says he's been with her every step of the way. Yes, yes. And that's who God is. When you allow him into your life, that's what he does. But you have to maintain that. As we talked about yesterday, you have to maintain that. You have to cut the people out. That's going to threaten your purpose and your progress in the things that God has for you. Because it's not worth it. You've come a long way. You've shed a lot of tears to get to where you are, to the strength, that, the level of strength that you have. Only to let somebody come and tear it down in five minutes? Absolutely not. I just got done praying today. I'm working on a new project. I'm always working on something. But I'm working on a new project. And it's um, with other people. And I said, Lord, you know how I am. Now, I'm not a perfect human being. But I'm very open about anything that I do that I don't have no business doing. These people that's on my team... I don't want no mess. So if they're not doing right with their life, if they got some shady stuff going on, I don't want them a part of what I'm doing in my stuff. No, I do it by myself because I'm not going to have that. You're not going to bring my whole vision that the Lord gave me down because of your raggedy lifestyle. And that's my prayer all the time. I don't care who it is. Husband, cousin, mom, I don't care. Child, whoever it is. I don't want nobody in my way because I've waited too long to get to the place where I'm at. And allow the Lord to work in my life and show me his vision. And I'm about to let nobody mess that up for me. I choose God over everybody. Period. And that's my husband. And I love that man. I love that man. Do y'all hear me? That is my chocolate king. But guess what? I choose God over him. And guess what? If you talk to him, he's definitely going to choose God over me. All right? And that's how it's supposed to be. All right? So I just want to encourage you guys as I, I get ready to wrap up to just make sure that you guys are allowing that transformation to leak in the other parts of your life because there should be a difference on your job. There should be a difference in your home. I know when my kids were younger, you know, I, I was doing the yelling thing. I didn't have the patience. I just, I couldn't do it. But as they reached a certain age, as I reached a certain level of maturity, I began to be able to deal with them in a calmer manner. So I don't have to yell. I don't have to scream. You know, when my aunt recognized it one day, she said, you're so patient with them. They were acting up. They were all on the floor and they all must have just been fighting. I just picked them up like a sack of potatoes. And I said, it's time for me to go. I was visiting my grandmother. I said, it's time for me to go. And my aunt was like, wow. She was like, you didn't yell. You didn't nothing. You just picked the kids up and you're going to go. Absolutely. Okay. But that's what transformation will do for you. It'll, it'll leak into other parts of your life. And so we're not just talking about spiritual, but we're talking about all the areas of your life. Okay. Because some of us, our purposes are not necessarily of a spiritual nature, meaning witnessing and like how I do. It may be 
you know, programs that may be being a support to somebody or it's not the same. And so we have to be well-rounded in all areas of our life and we have to allow God to do those things. Let us pray. Father, I thank you for my listeners. I thank you for my viewers, Lord. I'm asking, Lord, that you would just let this word that you have given me just sink in. Lord, and not only sink in for them, oh God, but sink in to me too, oh God. I'm asking, Lord, that you will revive somebody's heart, rejuvenate somebody's soul, oh God. Let them know that you are in work and that it is okay to let go of that hurt, of that pain, of that dysfunction, because you want to replace it with the kind of love, the kind of stability, the kind of balance, Lord, that you give. Father, I'm asking that you would just bless them, oh God. Protect them, oh God, and keep them in perfect peace, oh God. And Lord, we thank you for what you're going to do. And we ask all these things in your name. Amen. Thank you so much um, for watching um, and listening. We are going to wrap up tomorrow. Is going to be the last day in this series. And then I'm going to take next week off because I am working on some stuff. I'll upload devotionals and stuff like that, but I'm going to take next week off. Um, so tomorrow is the last day to wrap up this series. And then we have Friday community prayer, and then I'll be off the following week. And so I just want to encourage you all to just keep pressing forward, find you a good scripture to hold on to allow God to do whatever he's going to do in your life, knowing that he does all things well, and that he never makes mistakes and that he loves you. You are so beautiful to him. You are the apple of his eye. So always remember that. And for my podcast listeners, make sure you guys follow me on Facebook, Ariston CM or Twitter and Instagram. I'm so Ariston and of course, YouTube. I don't even know what I'm under, under YouTube. So <laughs> thank you all for watching. You guys have a good day. If you would like to know more about me, please visit my website, www.loveariston.com. You can also find me on social media, Facebook, Ariston CM, or Instagram and Twitter. I'm so Ariston. Thank you so much for listening and don't forget to grow.